Hello, everyone. This is Jeff Davis. It's good to be back with you. I am tickled to death today to be with Roger Fortner, CEO of Ann Grady up in Lucas County. Roger's been in our system 36 years. Yes, right? 36. Providing quality services and as energized and passionate as ever. Is that fair to say it about what you're doing? Absolutely fair to say. Um, more passion now than, than in, in many years. So Tell us why. Well, uh, we are uh, changing philosophies at Ann Grady. I, A little maybe, background, maybe, if you wish. Yeah. Sure, yeah. sure. Um, Ann Grady started in 1982, and it uh, actually was called Dachem Center, and Dachem is a Latin word meaning 10. And uh, the original thought was that Dachem Center would serve 10 counties surrounding Lucas County. Um, however, it was parents that, that got Ann Grady started, that got Dachem started. It was Ann Grady herself, and um, Ann had a son who lived uh, at Ann Grady. Um, her husband uh, was the uh, president of our foundation board, and just two remarkable people. Uh, they were worried about what would happen to their son once they weren't here any longer. Um, now, Ann passed away many years ago, probably close to 20 years ago. It was actually after Ann passed away, we decided to honor Ann and change the name to Ann Grady. Uh, and, and it has been known uh, that ever, as that ever since. This September, we'll be down to 53 people in the base facility. We, we still do serve a lot of individuals in uh, smaller ICF settings uh, in the community as well as uh, people in waiver settings. Um, and uh, so probably residentially, we serve about 150, 155 individuals. Um, and then we have a couple day programs uh, where, uh, you know, we're hopefully teaching skills where they can uh, become employed, and some of them have. Um, you know, it was some, uh, I believe it was the latter part, of course, I'm a big fan of yours, and it was the latter part of last year, 18, I think, when when we first had a conversation, you indicated that you were, you're, my words, sort of recommitting, right, to quality. You were yeah. refocusing your, your efforts as an agency to improve your service delivery. And I, I remember saying to you, I want to take this journey with you. I want to see how you do this, right, on the ground. Mm -hmm. How do you, how you rebrand, refocus, or whatever we may be. And then you've taken another step now and in um, starting to serve children that have significant behavioral challenges. So you're, you've stepped out in that way too. So why don't I stop and let you talk a little bit about how you're doing that? This interests me so much and how you, how you say we're going we're gonna to attack quality, get better, and really begin to serve a brand-new population at the same time. Okay. So, yeah, that's a two-piece question, and I'll start with the first one is um, looking at quality services. And, and quite frankly, um, I took a page from your, note, your notebook, Jeff, and in... in well, that wasn't necessary. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I, I believe what you're saying about treat people with kindness and... Um, Thank you. And... Uh, being attuned to who your customer is. And so it's this, we, we want to do the exact same thing. I mean, I tell our staff, the first thing I tell our staff is that our customer is the people we serve. 
And the, when, when you're in front of that person, the individual we serve, you are the most important person in the world to that individual. Right, people can't see it, but I am nodding my head, yes. Uh, <laughs> That's right. It, it, if you approach it that way and, and realize that you're the most important person in their lives, it changes how you interact with them. It changes how, how you see yourself. Yeah. Better service delivery in yeah. the end, without yeah. question. So then you made a choice as well to to serve a different type of population, one that's not simple either, right? No, that's but right. But there is desperate need. So maybe yeah. touch base on why uh, and then how you're adjusting to that. And, and part of it came through need. We, we found ICFs around the state have been having a tough time filling beds, for sure. Um, and that's great. If people want to live in, in a smaller setting, and that's a wonderful thing. But what we found is that there's not a ton of service for, for children. And, and there's a lot of children who have been moved from foster care to foster mm, care. Very scary and sad. Oh, my God. We, we met with children's services, and um, they were telling me the amount of kids who uh, end up um, with intellectual disabilities a lot because of the opioid crisis and those kind of things. Uh, it, it, it's just there's not a lot of services out there for them. And, and they might go into a, a foster setting, and it doesn't work out. So, so we have taken, right now we serve 14 children, and, and we serve probably 16, 17, or 18, because a few of them are now adults. Um, I, I, I believe that uh, uh, we, we have uh, given the kids a more stable life, and, and, and in all honesty, we really didn't know what we were doing completely. I mean, we, we have children living with adults in, in some of the homes. So when, when this need came up, we, we thought, we, we've got to do this. It, it, we have noticed some of the kids that we've taken in who were sexually abused, physically abused, abandoned, moved from home to home, not loved. We'd get a few of those kids in, and the first month, two months, was brutal. I mean, just really difficult, and some of our staff did not like it because it was very, they're very energetic, uh, very, uh, have very complex needs. We found that giving them stability Letting them know that they're loved. There it is. <clears throat> letting them know that they're not going to be harmed here, mm-hmm. and we're not going to abandon them. Most of the kids, not to say that they still don't have, you know, uh, uh, now and then some challenges, but it is reduced greatly. I mean, and it it really is remarkable. Some of these kids are, I mean, they are they are wonderful. So how have your staff responded over time? They're, because they're getting, they, they're, as you said, I mean, they, they will see the return of their love, right? I mean, they will see the yeah. changes right before them often. Often. I, I, I think some of our staff have grown pretty close, pretty yeah. tight to the kids. Um, there, there are some staff that do not want to work with children, and that's fine. So 
to take it another step, we're, and Sarah Lawson has been very helpful in, in this whole process. So she's, Sarah she's, is with our division, uh, developmental centers and residential yeah. sports. Yeah, yeah. good. She, she's good. been great. Um, so uh, we, we want to make, we have six homes within the base facility, and one of the homes we're making a children's home. In fact, uh, two kids, two children have moved on to that home uh last week another is moving today we will have six or seven of the children no longer living with adults and the staff on this home completely welcome and embrace and want to work with these kids they are on the other home checking uh relating with them and they you know that's not their home but so this is really good and and uh so they're going to move there we have a six-bed ICF um, where, um, and, it, and it's not too far from where the center is located. And the people in that home, the guardians, uh, all agreed, as well as the individuals, to move to, we, we built a new home uh, that is a six-bed home. And they're going to move there, and we're going to make the home just uh, not too far from the center, so we'll have additional support. Uh, that is going to be really the home who who we believe will we will uh, hopefully uh, take care of uh, kids with more challenge challenges. Um, even though some of these kids that we're moving to just down the hall um, have challenges as well, um, but um, part of that then is and and to be quite honest is our. our the, it, we're relying a little bit on some additional help because we what we want to do is, and we don't have that hired yet, is a, a child sort of development person. Um, we, we've started uh, the curriculum for the training, but that also uh, uh, takes a little bit of money and the increased staffing ratios that we need. So if, if we're able to do uh, some sort of outlier, in, and I don't know what that is, that will be very helpful in in moving forward regardless of that we're going to serve children and we're going to help children and so um where do you find uh, many or most of your referrals come from uh children's services board mm-hmm. uh but there's now it's other counties that we have three openings now we're soon to have four in in our icf we have an admissions meeting on monday morning we had like nine applicants, and and I think seven, seven or eight were children. And, know, and the need and, is there, oh. Roger. I I understand, and I am am grateful uh, that your model will include this sort of uh, spectrum. Right, you will serve some of these children uh, in more temporary fashion, with the intent of of getting them back home where appropriate. Some children may be with you longer, and some you may ha- well have into adulthood. Is that fair enough to say? Yeah, that's that's accurate. Absolutely. Um, our our hope, our biggest hope, would be that we we uh, have children come in and we're able to stabilize them, give yes, them yes. love, get them uh, in a good place, and you know if they're able, if their family is stable and yes and 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 a loving family, get them back with the family. If not, if there are uh, people who are stable and loving who want to adopt children, that would be wonderful. Beautiful. And 
and working with the Children's Services Board if they know of parents who are would make uh, good uh, foster parents and for a long-term stay. That would be our greatest hope. That, that is fabulous. If, if that doesn't happen, you know, we are uh, happy to serve the children until they're 18. When they're 18, if they have a choice that they want to uh, move into a waiver setting or w whatever they want to do, we, we want to help them with their goal. But our goal is to try to turn the child's life around and make it the most positive it can be and get them in the most stable, secure environment that, that, that they can live in. Outstanding. I mean, this is our this is our obligation as a system, is it not? It is. We have to find a way. It is. You know, across the state to serve yeah. these children. It is. It. I. I don't know. It makes me sad when I hear some of the stories, and I think, how can you not try to help somebody like this? Somebody that's had a pretty traumatized background, for the most part. Not every child, but many children. Mm -hmm. So your story is remarkable. Um, you know the affection I have for you and Ann Grady. So tell me if you, you know, five years out, you've, I think you've laid the groundwork, but five years out, where is, where do you see Ann Grady? Well, I, I, I see that, I see us serving younger and younger people. Uh, and as far as a culture within Ann Grady? Well, I, Jeff, I mean, I hope that 100% of the people buy into the culture five years from now. Kinder and gentler. Kinder and gentler. Uh, treat each other with uh, respect. Uh, treat the people we serve with dignity. Be welcoming to visitors. Be welcoming to each other. Um, it goes a long way. It, it makes a difference, you know, and, and uh, I, I hope that we can get there. No, I know you are and will. Uh, I know you are and will. So we'll continue this journey, right? We'll, we'll step watch along with you. I appreciate the time you spent with us today. We'll watch along, and, and we will do this again. And, of course, we will help you in every way we can. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thanks. Yeah.